Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to My Mommy on SPSN Radio. Network. Now, 
how many of you know who you are? How many of you know where you came from or think you know where you came from? What is your history? What is your roots? And many of us, we know that we just recently saw a series of uh, the movie called Roots. So this kind of sparks it a little bit. Amen. But uh, I want to ask you that question. Do you know your history and do you know your, your roots? Have you been hoodwinked? Have you been blinded by a stolen identity? Do you know, uh, um, um, again, the word? Do you know uh, uh, your Bible? Amen. Do you know your Bible? Do you know uh, who God is, One of, who we claim is God, Elohim? Do you know him? Amen. Do you know where you come from and whose image you're made in? Amen. So today's broadcast is entitled Truth Will Set You Free as God's movement. Amen. And I'm excited because I have my pastor, Pastor Kelly Richardson, and another great man of God, Pastor Jerry Carr the third, his cousin is going to be joining. And they are producers of the As God's Movement. And we're going to get them on the line. We're going to talk more about uh the As God's Movement. And just before I do that, I do want to share their website. Go to uh, asgodsmovement.com asgodsmovement.com sign up you'll find out more information you'll see videos on there that will uh, blow your mind that's all I'm, I'm going to leave it right there it's going to blow your mind um, but you definitely have to be open to what the spirit of the Lord wants to share with you amen so we're going to get them on the line hello Pastor Richardson and Pastor Jerry Carr how are you on today Shalom, Hi. how are you? Shalom, I am blessed. I am blessed. I'm excited to have you both on the air. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Thank you. So let's get right. I'm sorry. I said thank you. I greatly appreciate it. And you know, we we uh, we 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 definitely um, praying that your uh, your network grows into the masses above and beyond expectation and especially bringing us in at a critical time like this among our uh, culture and how the distractions are happening among our people. And you actually decided to bring in some grassroots ministry uh, and full exposure. You know, you could go another way, but you didn't. You chose us. So, we, I, you know, we love you for that and greatly appreciate you for that. Oh, thank you so much. To God be the glory. To Elohim be all the glory. Amen. And I just, again, thank you both for what you're doing, exposing the lies and the deception that is going on uh, amongst our generation, not only amongst our generation. It's been going on for a long time. And so I, I want to get into that. That's my first question. How did you both begin this journey of, of exposing the lie and the deception that's going on uh, in the world? Well, I would say that, um, you know, always, like growing up, always had a feeling of, uh, how can I put it, not belonging, so to speak, or um, not having, um, how can I say, a culture. You know, you know how you, uh, I grew up in North New Jersey, and I have friends that was from the Spanish community, and they had different things that they would do among themselves. Um, um, I have friends that were from the islands, and they had things that they would do. But it seemed like we, you know, growing up, we really didn't have anything that was our own. 
it, it, it always felt like uh, we were always on the outside looking in. And so um, many of the things that we were, because um, Pastor Carr and myself, we grew up in the church. And so a lot of things that was taught to us, um, of course, you know, it, it was good for the moment. But as we began to grow, and I, and I could say um, we, 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 we both were on two different paths um, in terms of um, that the Lord used to bring us together on this project and some of the things that we're working on right now. And, and, and then I would say for me, it was just some of the things that just were not um, connecting to me in terms of when I'm reading into the scriptures and, you know, I'm seeing um, uh, um, a couple of things that stood out for me. That, that just really never really um, made sense to me as far as when we're dealing with Moses um, being, in a, being in Egypt and then you see how on television it doesn't correlate with what we, what we see in the scriptures, you, you know, not being reflected on, on the movie screen. So it was a number of things for myself, um, and which um, for me, I started learning languages because I really got tired of being um, almost on like using, utilizing the middleman. Uh, with the different translations and the different new um, versions of the Bibles that we have out there, and many of them, especially those that are like the NIV, for example, with scriptures that are missing and things along that line, I just really got frustrated and just started studying the Greek language. And before you know it, it, it led me right um, to this path. And so the doors just opened from there. So I just let um, Pastor uh, piggyback on that on how we actually came together and realized that we were on two separate paths but doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, you know, I, I'm personally, I am uh, genetically born and raised in the church, right? My, my mother almost delivered me in the church. <laughs> so, uh, wow. you know, I have a, I have a personal calling to be a, uh, you know, a hands-on um, individual in the church. Um, and my father is in the ministry. He's a bishop. My grandfather, my mom's dad, he was a bishop, um, a senior bishop in Church of God in Christ uh, International. And my great-grandfathers were also pastors and bishops. We have a ancestor in Savannah, Georgia. My dad is from Albany, Georgia. And we have an ancestor by the name of James Wesley Carr. You can look him up. You can go to the First Black Church website. The First Black Church, Savannah, Georgia. It was uh, officially organized in 1777. And the first black church has a very special genetic connection with us. Uh, I don't know if uh, Pastor Richardson fully informed you that we are um, cousins, um, blood cousins. (laughs) Um, His grandmother is my aunt, my dad's sister who is also a, uh, she has a doctorate in the ministry. And my um, ancestor, James Wesley Carr, he was a pastor of the first black church where our ancestors came here, built that church. That's the first church built by black slaves in this country. 
and wow. they wrote or signed their names in the Hebrew, biblical Hebrew format. We don't have a shadow of a doubt. We, we do not doubt or have any wavering in our belief in what we are discussing or preaching and teaching about. We have the proven artifact. This, that's a historical artifact some 300 years old. You can go to Savannah, Georgia, and go to the first black church. It's now called the First Black Baptist Church. And you will see a series of pastors who were uh, black, uh, quote, unquote. Um, they called them African at that time, but we are Northeast African, all right? So these individuals were pastoring that church, and they signed their names on the pews in biblical Hebrew, and it's on their website, and uh, it's clearly visible. Uh, these are the things, these are the key components that put that place us in this genetic um, uh, um, antiquity as the biblical Israelites. Uh, we, we, we've gone through the historical facts. We've gone through the um, DNA studies. You know, we've, uh, you know, I studied my, my DNA. Um, we have some 83% or more of our ancestral um, biblical Hebrew Israelite DNA yet in us. Um, our ancestors were pulled into the slave trade through a place in Benin, Togo. Uh, it was called Dahomey, and it was also called the Royal Kingdom of Weda. And the Royal Kingdom of Weda is the Portuguese uh, um, interpretation of the name Judah. So the Hamite people, and it's documented, uh, even uh, Dr. Robert Harms, he is a professor at Yale University, a history professor, and he's a, a, a clinician specialist in the uh, study of the transatlantic slave trade. And he's referenced several times that he wants to set the record straight that the black kings and queens and the people who were actually overthrowing the villages, these people were not related to the people that they sent into the slave trade. So that gives us full understanding that there's a difference between the Hamite black man and the Shemite black man. So this slave port, he actually did a full doctorum on defining how the royal kingdom of Weda was named as a slave port for those tribal people that was going into slavery in that area at that time. And it's documented that more than 46% of the slaves uh, were sent into America from that slave port. Um, that, that is, that's very eye-opening because it, it actually closes the door on reason to doubt from the, uh, from the scholarship perspective, and it also closes the door on reason to doubt from a DNA perspective. Why would they name a slave port or name any of the slaves after biblical tribal names of Israel? 
Well, I, and I just want to jump in there too because I, I don't um, didn't want to get ahead of ourselves because I know that prophets probably have a, a, a series of questions that we have. But as mm-hmm. um, Pastor Carr highlighted, um, it, just the number of things that we discovered. Now, of course, initially we did not know these things, but just the the the, stud, the overall study, the journey that he was on and the journey that I was on that came from two different angles. We went almost a year without actually talking, and when we when we came together, um, it, we we fell right in line. It was he, he shared with me, and I shared with him the things that I discovered in my studies, which came by way of studying the Greek language, which led me into the Hebrew language. So, with that, and, and a number of different things began to unravel, as far as um, not only as far as the identification process, but also the tool, the very thing that we grown, so we grew up um, cherishing, and um, and uh, how can I put it, respecting, um, was the very thing that we least expected that the deception will come from. You know, a lot of the uh, uh, false teachings that we were given and and institutionalized where it came from. I mean, we all grew up, and he'll tell you, my grandmother had that big giant. Holy Bible that sat in the center of the living room with um, turned to um, the 23rd Psalms. And, you know, we really had such a respect for it that, you know, if you bumped into the Bible, everyone screamed out, ooh, and you just knew you were going to get in trouble. So <laughs> right. that was a thing that we even would even suspect that someone would actually have the, 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 the boldness to modify because um, the, the word is really strict on that, and the way that we're, our upbringing is, uh, we we respected the the, the Most High God's uh, word, and so um, you know that's what kind of led us to this path. Because, um, the thing that 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 the, um, Yahweh um, began to uh, 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 reveal to him and to myself, and when we came together, was confirming confirmation. So that's what kind of got mm-hmm. us on this path. And really, um, like you pointed out, um, our lineage that is in our DNA, um, that is in this, uh, um, all through our lineage, as far as in terms of the priesthood, going all the way back to ancient um, um, uh, Israel. And as he was pointing out with the um, the first black church in Savannah, um, Georgia, they were writing what is called cursive Hebrew, which... Um, you know, many of the scholars were thinking that um, Paleo-Hebrew, the ancient Hebrew, for that whole, um, um, the, the, the ancient Hebrew had gotten lost, you know, and that's how we come into the modern Hebrew, which we actually have proof that it, that, that it had not been lost, that it was actually, uh, um, during that time when they said it was lost, it was already still going on here. So I just uh, just wanted to just add that to this, um, just to kind mm-hmm. of piggyback off what Pastor Carr has highlighted in terms of um, um, far as our lineage and so forth. Mm-hmm. Now I like yeah, I, I, can, I like how okay. I'm, I'm sorry I like how both of you um, um, have proof of what you're teaching and um, it backs you up. I know uh, like I was sharing earlier in the broadcast. Um, the asgodsmovement.com You have different videos They also have videos on YouTube as well um, Make sure you mm-hmm. check out their YouTube channel And subscribe y'all Because 
I'm telling you, um, the videos and the wealth of information that they're sharing will change your life, and it will open your eyes to a lot of things that, um, like like you both um, mentioned, things that we were taught, things that um, were passed down to us from generation to generation. But you're both dispelling the lies and the deception that the enemy has put over uh, the congregation of Israel, you know, and um. You also point out about the Shekinah. You, you point out about, uh, I know Pastor uh, Kelly and uh, Richardson has been teaching on uh, Negro land. And like you said, Pastor Carr, uh, Weta, and all of these things, um, these are important for us to know. And um, mm-hmm. I, I want to ask you this. How did you both come up with or decide on the naming of the movement, the As Gods movement? Well, um, what me and, what Pastor Carr and myself, we, we, we've been doing for quite some time. Uh, we didn't realize that the two of us were doing it separately until we came back together. Um, we, we, we basically, I believe that we're redefining what evangelism is. Uh, we go on to these different... Um, Websites, um, for YouTube um, channels, you you uh, you have what is called the conscious community, and uh, within the conscious community, um, you hear that term um, being being really thrown around about gods and goddesses and so forth, and so um, we the revelation of the whole um, as God movement actually started from, uh, and I let Pastor Carr elaborate on that as far as Genesis 3 and 5. But um, in the conscious community, you hear that a lot about um, gods and goddesses, especially in the Kemet community. And so our goal was to come up with the website and come up with this train of thought to actually um, address that that train of thought of um, gods and goddesses, which um, um, extended from the very first deception that took place um, Genesis three and five. So, Pastor Carr, if you if you want to chime in on that, um, you know, um, mm-hmm. I'll give you room that we could chime on that as well. But that's that's basically how okay. we came up with, with the name for us um, as God's movement. But the actual overall project is um, layers, and so Judaism is one of them, the many layers. So, Pastor Carr, if you want to jump in and um, 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 touch on that mm-hmm. a little bit, I'll turn it over to you mm-hmm. as well. Okay. Well, um, as I uh, segue into that, that key component, I just wanted to uh, um, reference uh, a, another scenario as we, um, as, I, as we grew up as children. Um, you know, my dad always taught us that Christ is a black man. All right. He always taught us Christ looked like our black skin and our hair texture, and he even had a mural drawn on the wall in our church um, like 40 years ago. I mean, four zero, not five years ago, but 40 years ago, um, you know, my dad was preaching the black Jesus. And um, more than 50 years ago, he was preaching about it, teaching about it, evangelizing about it. And due to lack of technology, um, you know, there was a massive suppression put on it. So, um now we have this technology tangible in hand and um, we are actually, you know, able to pretty much 
make the scripture stand up on its feet rather than lying down on its back. And when we reference, as we segue into Genesis, the third chapter, um, and we referenced about the fourth and fifth verse, how Eve was in negotiation, okay? Eve was in negotiation with the devil, with Hashatan, all right? Um, we reference, I like to reference who was working in the serpent. That was the devil himself, Lucifer. Lucifer was negotiating with Eve because he knew he was non-negotiable with Adam. Therefore, he began to structure a deal with Eve and advise her that she would not surely die, but they would become as gods, and and nothing would be held back from them. Their eyes would be open, um, and that is what the key problem is with our people of today with the As God's movement is many of them with their eyes open are actually trying to be a God, preferably because they know and they see or they are more aware of the um, of the so-called conscious um, material that that predates biblical antiquity. Um, you know the Bible. The Bible is not the um, is not the first uh, spiritual writings that's uh, on the planet. There there are other writings. You know, Egyptology and Nimrodology, the Babylonian doctrine. All of that stuff predates the Bible. It's just that the Bible is a summary of Egyptology and Nimrodology. Um, and, and until our people become fully aware of that, they're going to continue to desire that, you know, they feed the vessel of, of, of the women to make them feel the queen factor of being a god. The woman is God. You know, they constantly say that. She's the queen. She's, the, she's God. She gives birth to life. And, you know, they, they preach that doctrine, and that's how they stimulate so much awareness into what they are doing. And we have the, 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 the understanding of the As God's movement is to tear down the ideology of people preaching and teaching the feminine aspect as of a God. Because the Bible clearly defines we have no business worshiping any feminine aspect. No female deity is allowed. And and also I just wanted to tell you too, that's what leads us to the Shekinah or the Shekinah or the Shekinah, um, that's right. where that's derived from. And um, I gave a message um, a couple of weeks ago at a church um, based upon um, Elijah um, going against Ahab, um, and it said that he was going against the worship of um, Baal, and um, also um, he used the term robe, which robe is asterisk. So, uh, when we see that the um, serpent or Hashatan um, said to um, Eve that you will be as God, in a nutshell, it was saying that they will be what uh, represents the plurality of a false god, which is Balaam. That is the plurality. That is multiple gods. Now, um, Elohim, as we already know, is 
um, um, designated to the children of Israel. So that's, that's not in any other system of belief but designated to the children of Israel. So when we say um, Elohim, that is the plurality. That's the, 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 the father, which is Ben, um, the son, Ben Elohim, the Holy Spirit, which is the Ruach HaKadosh. So when the devil tempted Eve, she, when he made that statement, was saying that they could become their own, so to speak, Elohim, but actually will be a form of Balaam, so to speak. So that's how we um, came to this uh, um, with the whole overall project that we have here. Wow, wow. And um, I I just want to say this real quick because we do have um, callers um, in the studio. If if at any time during this broadcast, since we got a little bit of time left, um, did you want to leave comments? And most of all, ask questions. Press pound one on your phone, and that'll cue you in. I believe I see someone on the line now. I'm going to try to get you on the line. And state your name and where you're calling from. How are, how are you? Hello? All right, we're going to keep it moving. So uh, you mentioned, you both mentioned the Shekinah or the Shekinah. Um, mm-hmm. Can you talk a little bit more since we got like one minute left, but can you share just a little bit more about the Shekinah? Mm-hmm. Well, you look at that right mm-hmm. there, and what really brought us here is like the Shekinah, um, that really comes from the Kabbalah or the Kabbalah, and that is a, um, a system of belief, a mystical system of belief that's associated with Judaism. And so when we start dealing with the Shekinah, what that is saying is, is defined as the feminine aspect of God. In other words, you have the, the Hebrew word, uh, which is called Shekan, which means to dwell. But the Shekinah or Shekinah, that gives the feminine aspects of saying that the Most High God is, a, is feminine and existent. So that's where you get the Shekinah or Shekinah, and then that's where you start seeing some of these, um, the, 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 um, the perversions that we see in church. And I don't, I don't want to hog, hog up the time here, but that's where you get the um, mm-hmm. uh, Shekinah. And, uh, and I'm sure um, Pastor Carker give the connection of how that ties in with the rest of the um, so-called belief system um, when we're dealing with the, the influence of the Kabbalah or the Kabbalah that's inside the church, starting with, again, the Shekinah. And then there's, a, there's mm-hmm. another side to that as well. If, Pastor Garf, you want to jump in? Mm-hmm. Well, um uh, the, the, some some years ago, probably about twelve years ago, I preached a sermon that was in regards to the um, Nimrod in Genesis eleven, and um, that's where I built the um, the journey of knowing that Nimrod and identifying Nimrod, he is the human being. All right, he's a Kushite. A Hamite Kushite. He's from the line of Ham. He's a Kushite. He was the human being who was identified as Baal. And his mother's wife, uh, his father's wife, also his mother, but also his wife, Semiramis. Semiramis is the Shekinah. Semiramis is the Ashtoreth and the Black Madonna. She is also the white Madonna in Catholicism, the one they call Mary, Mother of God. That is also uh, Semiramis. 
And the son, the child that they had, that Nimrod and his mother had, which is incest, um, that child's name is Tammuz. You will find his name written in Ezekiel, the eighth chapter. And they call him the son of God, which is the son of Baal. And the Edomite was the people who were always worshiping Baal. And when you reference Judaism, all of their high God factors, anything that references their high God always goes back to the worship of Baal. Um, Their Hasidic movement, their Hasidic leaders, they call him Baal Shem Tov, all right? Um, And they they also uh, designed the Talmud from Babylon. The Babylonian Talmud is under the doctrine of Nimrod. So they're practicing what they call voodoo. They just named it Talmud. Um, And that's the Masonic uh, demonic order that Nimrod designed way back in Genesis 11 as it was written. Um, That's the reason why all of the confusion and the diversification of, of, uh, of language and the diversification of, of worship. That's how it all come into play. Nimrod is the father of the satanic worship in the human aspect. He's also called in Judaism the Ion Soth, okay, E-I-N-S-O-F, Ion Soth. Uh, they have what they call a ten sephirate, and the Ion Soth is supposed to be existent before the Most High God, and then the Shekinah is the feminine aspect, which is Semiramis. And then the Yasad is supposed to be the phallic worship act, uh, uh, aspect, which is where they germinate or recreate or uh, they, they um, uh, practice fertility um, satanic worship, which is where you have Baphomet, which is Tammuz. Okay, so Tammuz's name is also Baphomet, which is a demon. And these demonic works come from, they're the root and the offspring of Babylon, and they they became popular in Egypt. So people don't typically um, uh, divert everything to Babylon. They'll immediately divert it to Egypt because Egypt was famous for it. And that's why the Hamites were called heathens. Um, because of their worship of many gods. Uh, But Babylon is the brainchild behind all of it, and that's the reason why Judaism has their law that comes from the Babylonian Talmud. They don't design after the Egyptian Talmud. They call it the Babylonian Talmud. Wow, wow. I have to have... You both, Pastor Kelly Richardson and Pastor Jerry Carr, to come back on because y'all y'all have so much information, and I want our listening audience to get as much as they can. So I have to work out another time and schedule to have you both back on. Um, but I again want to share your website. Go to asgodsmovement.com and uh, sign up, y'all sign up because you heard what they just shared just in the little bit of time we've had so I know that that really touched your spirits but thank you so much for coming on the air and uh, talking about our identity and Elohim uh, talking about our native tongue which is Hebrew 
talking about the mm-hmm. Shekinah or the Shekinah, uh, the deception uh, that we've all grown up with that's been passed on, you know, passed down in the church world. I like to say church world, but in also um, God is bringing us out of that. He wants us to know we are the congregation of Israel. Amen. And so thank that's you right. both so much, Pastor Kelly Richardson and Pastor Jerry Carr. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Appreciate it. God bless. And also to our listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. If you have any questions that you um, want to ask Pastor Kelly Richardson and Pastor Jerry Carr, make sure that you go to our Facebook page on Spirit Soul Radio Network. Leave your comments under the post. You'll see it at the top of the radio page. Also, like us because, again, I'm going to have them back on the show, and uh, we're going to have more time so they can, you know, dispel some more of the lies and deceptions, amen, that we have been uh, taught. Even in, And even though also talk about uh, the Gentiles, uh, are you an Israelite? Are you a Gentile? What, which one what, do you know? <laughs> amen. But from what you gathered today, you should already know, amen. And if you don't know, make sure you tune in the next time I have them on. Meanwhile, I always leave you with these three words. May you be encouraged, inspired, and be forever changed. God bless. You're listening to My Mommy on SPSN Radio. Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.